1: These episodes will cover content with experts in their field on the topic of oral contraceptives which are prescribed medications. This content is general information only and is not a substitute for individual medical advice. Always seek the guidance of your doctor with any questions you may have regarding your health or a medical condition. Welcome back to episode three of our mini-series. I hope you've all been enjoying it and that you've found it helpful so far. Today we're talking to a naturopath and I wanted to preface this by acknowledging that this can be a little bit dividing. Like some people are very against naturopaths and we had a naturopath on Beauty IQ Uncensored ages ago, got a couple of negative reviews about it. I think some people are very into naturopaths, other people like, no, it's made up, it's not a thing. So when I went off the pill, I actually saw a naturopath for the first time before I went off it. I just wanted to see what kind of guidance they could offer me and I learned a lot from my naturopath. So I thought it was really worthwhile to mix the expertise of my GP with my naturopath to get a really holistic view of my health and that whole experience of coming off the pill and understanding my cycle. So that's why I thought it would be a good idea to chat to a naturopath today. So I hope you enjoy this interview. And next week we are chatting to an endocrinologist for our final episode. So I'll chat to you then. So today I'm chatting with naturopath Stephanie Gobbo. She is a Melbourne-based virtual clinical naturopath and nutritionist. You can find her on Instagram at steph.naturopath. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so
0: much for having me. I'm honoured.
1: Thank you for for joining us for this very niche topic. I actually saw a naturopath as well as my GP when I was coming off the pill a few months ago and found the experience very valuable to kind of see it from all angles. So I thought having a naturopath join us to talk about things from a different perspective would be really valuable for our audience. So that's why we brought you here today. Amazing. So on that kind of note of combining the care of a GP and a naturopath, when you're coming off a medication like the pill, what are the benefits from your perspective of doing something like that?
0: Yeah, so I'm definitely more of a sort of modern science-trained naturopath. So I work with lots of GPs and specialists in my area. And I do think that there's such a benefit of combining holistic natural healthcare and modern medicine to get the best result for that patient. Mm -hmm. I think the real benefit is, you know, I'm doing a lot of referring on for further testing when it's coming down to hormones specifically and coming off the pill, because sometimes we are you know, diagnosing conditions that we didn't know were there because the pill was sort of masking that. Mm-hmm. So I'll work with doctors to do blood testing. We might be referring on to gynecologists for ultrasounds or laparoscopy procedures. We might be referring on to endocrinologists. So mm-hmm. there's a whole team of people that can really work together to get answers for the patient and to determine root cause of symptoms. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm, you know, just a stepping stone in that process for patients and can really explain what it all means and what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, refer on when needed as well. So I had a couple of friends that had gone
1: off the pill prior to me and had said, you know, you've been on it for this long and if you're going to go off it see a naturopath beforehand but I was going to ask should we consider seeing a naturopath before coming off the pill or is it only really necessary if we encounter issues afterwards because I did it the other way I just I was like oh I'm just going to cover all my bases and see one before I actually go off it what would you recommend?
0: That's amazing I do think for most people it's beneficial to see a naturopath before coming off the pill that is to really determine what we think your experience is going to be coming off the pill so Mm -hmm. patients that have a really healthy Healthy diet, clear skin, had really good hormones before the pill with no symptoms, have great gut function, low stress, sleep well. You know, they're the type of people that can come off the pill and, you know, feel pretty good and have a good experience Mm -hmm. in regards to symptoms post pill. But I mean, that's not the average person, to be really honest. So normally we are working with patients before they come off the pill if it's working on gut health and digestion, you know, food allergies and intolerances, working on their skin, you know, from within um, and helping that transition. So they have less symptoms when they come off Mm -hmm. the pill and also just educating them about their cycle, what to expect, when we might do testing, what the doctor might say, what to look out for. So it really is about education as well. Mm -hmm. I also like to correct any nutrient deficiencies that might be going on before coming off the pill. And that's sort of checking with blood testing, because if someone has, you know, deficient zinc levels or deficient iron levels, those sorts of things are going to, Play a part in how you recover Mm -hmm. and how your hormones recover and your skin presents when you come off the pill. So it's always worthwhile beforehand, I think. The best
1: part of seeing a naturopath for me was understanding Mm. my cycle of like this. I never learned this (laughs) in school. Like it was a total light bulb moment for me and understanding everything that comes along with that, which I'm going to ask you about in more detail later. But speaking of, I guess, common complaints that you would hear from patients who you're seeing post pill or that are coming off the pill and you're on that journey with them. What are the most common things that you're encountering?
0: Yeah, I would say the top three are missing periods. So patients sort of saying, oh my goodness, I've come off the pill and it's just not come back. Mm -hmm. And that might be for a couple of months. It might be four months. You know, some people it's six months and they haven't seen their period again, post pill. So we call that post pill amenorrhea. And usually Mm -hmm. there's a reason for that. And that's what we're trying Trying to sort of investigate and determine why that's happening. Mm -hmm. And that can happen for lots of different reasons. It can be dietary related, you know, not enough calories, it can be over exercising or stress, or it can be hormonal reasons, which we obviously want to get to the bottom of. Mm -hmm. So missing periods is quite common. I mean, I wouldn't say it's necessarily normal. We have shut down that ovarian function, you know, for some females for sort of a decade on the pill. So it's your ovaries, you know, really trying to produce those hormones again. get into a regular cycle Mm -hmm. but you know for it to take a couple of months for it to come back post pill we see that all the time so I do reassure patients that it will come back don't worry and there's things we can do to speed up that process Um, so that's the Mm -hmm. first one missing periods the second one is definitely skin breakouts unfortunately Mm -hmm. but that can be a little bit further down the track so even sort of six months later and normally we see that for a couple of reasons the first one is um, the pill actually suppresses the sebum production so that oil production Mm. and when we come off the pill it can almost be like a rebound surge of sebum which can cause breakouts and then also the pill can often mask what we call androgen hormones or male hormones like testosterone and that can cause acne in females so sometimes that's sort of coming to the surface post pill Mm -hmm. and there's so much we can do to help with that as well so it's just identifying what's going on and then definitely the third one is you know, symptoms that they didn't have on the pill. Mm. So the pill may once again have been masking pain or heavy periods or irregular periods. Mm -hmm. So we're sort of, yeah, for the first time for some females learning what their normal cycle looks like and maybe what the pill has been masking. Mm -hmm. And that's really where, you know, doctors and specialists come in as well because we're then testing and working out why that's going on for you. Mm Mm-hmm. But then there's good things as well. <laughs> we talk about the bad things alone, but there's actually amazing things that happen when you come off the pill. For some females, they have more energy. Their libido's finally back. They're not getting headaches anymore some people's metabolism changes in a good way. So there's actually lots of, you know, really good mood benefits as well. We often talk about the bad things, but there's lots <laughs> of good things that happen too.
1: So in terms of supplements, cause I went to a naturopath, I got some herbs and I got a probiotic supplement and yes. a, um, what was it? The Magtor? What is that again?
0: Yes. Yes. So that's some magnesium and taurine blend with some B vitamins in there.
1: Yes. So I got the magnesium supplement as well. So in a general sense, what supplements do you recommend the most to support hormonal changes? Like if someone's coming off the pill Yeah. and specifically after we've answered that, what do you normally lean on for post-peel acne?
0: I mean, across the board, most sort of research and science has been done on magnesium, vitamin B6 and zinc Mm -hmm. for all hormonal conditions and all hormonal symptoms. So that's definitely sort of a foundational start for people because Mm -hmm. it always helps. But that's just sort of blanket across the board. If we're dealing with something like PCOS or endometriosis or amenorrhea, it's quite Mm -hmm. different. Um, Naturopaths always use herbal medicine and we can really pick individual herbs that really help that patient whether it's clearing excess estrogen or reducing male androgen hormones or our skin-clearing herbs, mm-hmm. um, cycle-regulating herbs. There's lots of different herbs we use, which is obviously very different to modern medicine with mm. doctors. And then there's things that balance blood sugar levels. Um, a lot of the time we're looking at insulin for people with PCOS and things mm-hmm. like that. So inositol is really great. But yeah, the herbs are definitely the best things that naturopaths use and get the best results with. You know, one other thing we always look at is iron levels because Mm -hmm. you know you can lose iron if you have a heavy period but it can also worsen period symptoms if you're anemic too so there's so many different things we can look into Mm -hmm. yeah so very important to go and see a naturopath
1: individually if you're wanting to kind of see what they can tailor for you I just found it really interesting to be honest because I'd never been to one yeah and once I actually sat down and chatted with my naturopath I was like this This is actually really, really interesting and had a really good experience with it. So that's great. I know that some people can be a little bit iffy on naturopathy, but don't knock it till you try it is what I'm going to say.
0: I think as well, if you're evidence-based and you have blood testing, you know, proving that you have a zinc deficiency, we know then that's going to help your skin if we correct that deficiency. So I do like to show my patients the evidence as well. I think that really, really helps and also helps with the doctors that I work with. They know that I'm quite evidence-based as well. And then also we see those symptoms changing with the treatment. So, you know, the patient's getting those results as well, which is fabulous.
1: I mentioned that the menstrual cycle uh, stuff really interested me. I was like, wow, I did not know all of this stuff. I was like learning about all the phases of the cycle. And as someone who never really learned that at school, you just don't really pick that up anywhere else during life. You just go along with it. And if you're on the pill, you really don't think that much about it, to be honest, at least that was my experience. And then as I was coming off it, I thought it's probably worth me knowing where I'm at in my cycle. And yeah. luckily, and I know that I'm very, very lucky in this instance, my period came back straight away Amazing. and has been regular ever since. And I just like count my blessings every day. I'm like, oh, I was so lucky that was me because I've had so many friends who haven't had their cycles return um, for many months post pill. Yeah. But can you talk us through the cycle and how that impacts our fertility, our energy, mm-hmm. what's
0: happening with our skin? Definitely. I mean, just what you said, I can relate to so much with all of the you know, young females that I work with. A lot of the time they were put on the pill only very early into their you know, period mm. years and then stayed on it for 10, 15 years. So I work a lot with females coming off the pill to fall pregnant yeah. and they've never tracked their cycle before. They have no idea what ovulation is or how to fall pregnant yeah. um, or even what's normal for them. So it's so actually empowering when you know how to track your cycle Mm, and definitely yeah watching for different kind of symptoms and changes but you know essentially we have you know at least sort of six different phases in the cycle but four main cycles that we usually talk about mm-hmm. a lot and definitely we've got you know the start of your cycle when you're having a bleed so that's day one and that's um, when you're menstruating and then we're moving into the follicular phase then we move into ovulation which is about mid-cycle and that's when you know things are starting to rise so estrogen is peaking at that point and some people feel really amazing when they're ovulating some people get different symptoms around ovulation but there's lots of symptoms that happen happen mid cycle when you're off the pill that you Mm -hmm. can track and that's when we're fertile as well so that's the baby making phase or the avoiding phase Um, (laughs) for a lot of people and then after that in this sort of luteal phase is when progesterone is rising and progesterone is incredibly important for fertility it's our pregnancy hormone Mm -hmm. it is amazing for your hair and your skin but it's really important with your cycle duration your symptoms it's involved in PMS and mood changes. But so is estrogen. Estrogen is an amazing and natural antidepressant. Yeah. So a lot of the time when people come off the pill, um, their hormones are flatlined. They're not producing enough of those hormones themselves. So it can take a little while for the body to get back in sync and to feel your normal cycle come on. But a normal cycle, you should feel different energy levels throughout the cycle, different you know, times where you're feeling more motivated or not, times when your libido is higher or not. There's all different changes just throughout the cycle and knowing when you feel amazing is so great to know as a mm. female, but a lot of females don't know. So yeah, a lot of what I do is talking to them about every phase of the cycle, what to expect, what's normal, what's not normal, and then yeah, tracking it as well. So knowing when you ovulate and knowing when your period's coming to just helps with daily life, really. Yeah. I find that I really, my energy plummets when I'm
1: getting my period, like just yeah. before it, I'm like, oh, I can't get out of bed today. Yeah. Yeah, Does it affect your sleep as well, where your hormones are at in your cycle?
0: Absolutely. Definitely impacts your sleep, impacts how well you can exercise, can even impact how well you do at work with a job presentation, for example. So our female hormones, we should really use them to our advantage and schedule our calendars around (laughs) them if possible. Because, yeah, you definitely can have times of the month where you're feeling lower energy and pretty tired as well.
1: And for those who aren't lucky enough to get their period back as soon as they finish the pill, how can we get our cycle back on track? What are the key things that you would recommend doing?
0: Yeah, so we're definitely, you know, first and foremost, looking at your diet. So what you're eating and making sure that it's really nutrient dense and then you've got everything that you need coming through your diet to support Mm -hmm. your hormones and also your metabolism and stress hormones. Definitely, we want to look at stress as a whole and sleep Mm -hmm. because your what we call your endocrine hormones, they're all connected. So your sleep hormones, your thyroid hormones, your metabolism hormones and your female hormones, they're all connected in the body. So if something's really out of whack, it can influence Mm -hmm. the other. Um, So sleep and stress are definitely very important to focus on as well. And if they're looking much better, sometimes the cycle is better or coming back. Definitely we're looking at testing and underlying root causes of why that period might be missing, whether it's Mm -hmm. PCOS or um, you know a BMI issue or things like that. Definitely not over-exercising. That can be a big one that makes the period go missing as well. So we come back to that sort of Mm -hmm. amenorrhea though, reasons. But then also as naturopaths, we use lots of herbal medicine as well to sort of regulate the cycle and boost things like progesterone and estrogen naturally as well.
1: One of the really valuable things that I started doing, um, I started taking my temperature. Yes. Yeah. So that I knew when I was meant to be kind of ovulating and then getting my period. So that was really interesting to me that you can use little tricks like
0: that to understand where your body's at. Definitely. And we do that a lot for fertility as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of females are interested in doing that just in general, but I do do it a lot for my fertility patients because, yeah, we do have a little temperature spike around ovulation. um, And it's really great to chart that and see that spike in temperature and Mm -hmm. also connect that with other symptoms you might be having, like changes in cervical mucus, and then you know you've ovulated and then you should get a period sort of, you know, 14 or so days after that. So some patients are not ovulating at all and so they're having no symptoms at that mid-cycle period so we want to know is it that you're not ovulating or has it got to do with progesterone and estrogen later in the cycle
1: and what kind of changes could we expect to experience post-pill you did say before it's not all bad there's like good things that happen off the pill so yes what could you experience <laughs> if you were to come off it and have I guess a normal experience coming off the pill
0: yeah, so a normal experience would be as soon as you come off it and so you're sort of reaching those sugar pills, you have a what we call a fake bleed. So a lot of people think that's their first real period because they've finished the pill, but it's actually just another pill bleed. So we're waiting then a whole nother month mm. to see if you have a natural period all by yourself. So that's the first thing we want to look out for. If that doesn't come, sometimes it might be, you know, six weeks later, a little bit mm. later. But I always say in that sort of two-month period off the pill, it can come anytime. Time in that month. So, obviously, just be careful if you're not wanting to fall pregnant, mm. but then also, you know, carrying around pads or tampons yeah. or whatever you need as well, yeah. just in case. So, yeah, just firstly looking out for your first period. It should be coming in that sort of four to six week period. It might be slightly different to what you're used to on the pill. Um, and then we just sort of track from there. So, a normal experience is coming off the pill, getting a period within a month or so, and then it coming, you know, monthly from then. Mm. And you're not getting any new symptoms whether it's a lot more pain or, you know, a heavier period or those skin breakouts or things like that. That's what we're sort of looking for. And people who, yet yeah, have a really great experience might see, you know, yeah, skin clearing up, hair growing thicker and longer, libido coming back, energy coming back, and even their mood feeling better. So mm. that's a really great experience coming off the pill.
1: Yeah. And if something was an abnormal, if someone had an abnormal experience, what could that look like? I know we've spoken about the abnormal periods. Is there anything else that you might
0: flag? Yeah, I think it would be if you see any other real changes, you know, in your weight or your appetite in, you know, dark hair growth appearing, Mm -hmm. hair loss, um, definitely a missing period or a really painful or heavy period. There are reasons why we're going to the doctor or the endocrinologist to see if the pills Actually, been masking something that we need to diagnose, mm-hmm. but they're sort of the main ones that we could probably see. There's nothing, you know, too crazy mm-hmm. that really happens. I think a lot of females are really apprehensive to come off the pill. Yeah, I was. Yeah, there's a there's a bit of fear with it that we're going to have all these crazy symptoms, mm-hmm. but a lot of the time, that's not the experience. So, yeah. yeah, I suppose just hosing down that fear as well is important.
1: Yes. I think a lot of us only talk about the bad things. Yes. It's like when you only hear your friend talk shit about their boyfriend. You never hear them say like how good they are at something. (laughs) Exactly. A little bit like that. You only hear about the bad experiences and it freaks you out. But in my case, I've had a very positive experience and it hasn't impacted me in the way that it's impacted some of my friends coming off the pill. And yeah, yeah, it's going to
0: be different for everyone. And it does come down to, yeah, genetics and your diet and your lifestyle and stress levels. So everything that you do in your life impacts your hormones directly. So um, it's important to look at the body holistically because there's so many things we can improve on that then in turn help our female hormones.
1: Yeah. And out of all the stuff that we've talked about. Are there any questions that your own clients or patients ask you that we haven't covered in this interview?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is coming down to the gut as well. So a lot of people will say, you know, should I make sure my gut's okay before coming off the pill? So whether that's symptoms of IBS or food intolerances or allergies or just day-to-day symptoms. Mm -hmm. And I would always say yes, um, because the gut skin connection is very strong and so is the gut hormone connection. So um, I'm definitely doing a lot of gut work for patients as well um, before coming off the pill. So probably the only other thing that naturopaths work on a lot with their patients as well.
1: Yeah, I will say my digestion changed a lot. Like my gut changed a lot when I came off the pill.
0: Yeah, it definitely can.
1: I'm not meaning to like say anything bad about the pill, but no. At the same time, these are just things that I've noticed. Is that like my gut health seems to have improved and my digestion has improved. So yes, yeah, very interesting kind of side effect. I didn't know was going to happen.
0: Yeah, and I think as well, you know, if you don't have a hormonal condition that's been diagnosed, that's really impacting your quality of life, like something like endometriosis, Mm. it's so great to try and, you know, work on your hormones naturally Mm. because most people do feel better. That's, you know, we're producing our own hormones. So it's definitely really important for, you know, anti-aging, for fertility, for, you know, heading into menopause later in life. The more um, we're doing for our natural hormones, hormones when we're young, the better. But unfortunately, there's just obviously a whole generation of females that were put straight on birth control.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's crazy to think how many of us just went straight on the pill and stayed on it for a very long time until we're in our late twenties, early thirties. So yeah absolutely awesome well thank you so much for joining me today Steph it's been lovely to chat to you again you can find Steph on Instagram at steph.naturopath or at stephgobbo.com.au thank you
0: thank you thank you so much for having me